Hey guys, welcome back to Sticky Sports Side. I'm Phil. And I'm Noah. This podcast contains heavy bias, bad sports takes, usually by me, occasional yelling, degeneracy, and rarely facts to back it up. Welcome to the sticky side of sports. Let's hop on this gravy train. On today's podcast, we will be switching things up and starting off with a little bit of basketball, both NBA and college basketball, but we will shortly after get into the meat of things in college football and the NFL. So first, I want to start this off with a question that I have for Phil and and for everyone out there. Why is load management becoming a thing in the NFL? Or NFL, the NBA. Bro, you didn't even know what league you were talking about, but that's fine. Load management, dude. It's because the NBA has 82 games. Why do we have so many games? That's my first question. At this point in my life, I'm just used to them playing this many games, but I've never heard of but, teams. But like, wouldn't it be more exciting if you had 40 games and just something to play for every game? Uh, then there wouldn't be load management, I'll tell you that right now. I will say, I really liked the bubble a couple of years ago, taking in, I, and I like how they're doing the playoffs now with the 7 through 10 playing in to, to play the top six. So I totally get it, but I do, it's... It makes no difference to me whether the NBA is 40 games or 82. It's kind of a bad league in general to begin with. Okay, well, I mean, on top of all of that, just to give the viewers or the listeners just uh, some insight, what do we think so far? I mean, it's early, so everybody I know wants us to give us, like, or give them, like, projections, but, I mean, it's very early in the NBA season, but who do you have, let's just say, maybe one surprise team and one team who's, uh, meeting the expectations of being very good. Um, so one of my surprise teams is I thought they would be good this year, but the Bulls are absolutely killing it. Oh yeah, in oh, in the yeah. East right now. I know the addition of Demar was great. They added uh, Lonzo. They still have Zach Levine on that roster as well. Yeah, I'm just surprised with how well they're playing as a team in their first year fully together. Like Vucevic too. They made a bunch of great signings and. I think Chicago's gonna oh, yeah. run the league this year. Like they're—I shouldn't say run the league, but they're going to. End they're gonna—they're gonna, the gonna, gonna be a top seed in the playoffs. They're doing very, very well, and they're a defensive team too. So, yeah, oh, the Wizards are surprising me as well. They didn't really add too much in the off season, but they're just—they're playing really good basketball. They came on at the end of last year, getting rid of uh, Westbrook to get like Kuzma, and they got Dinwiddie. So they made a couple big signings, but it's. I didn't think they would be nearly this good. Well, that's fair. Well, um, I'm going to go with the Bulls uh, being the team who's meeting or exceeding your expectations and Wizards being your surprise team. I think that the – well, I'm just going to throw this out there because I'm a huge Hawks fan. They're disappointing me right now. They're on a current five-game losing streak. But I think the Warriors are my surprise team. I didn't necessarily even think they were going to be good after last year. Uh, They still don't have Klay Thompson back. Uh, Steph has upped his game even higher. They're nine and one. Um, I think they're a surprise team in the sense that I didn't think they would be this good. On top of that, I'm going to say my other surprise team or my like real surprise team would be the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're seven and four right now, guys. Uh, I know it's they're early. doing very well. Yeah. It's early in the season, but they were, uh, they were quite bad last year. Uh, and they, and I know they just lost Colin Sexton for the year or for at least a long time. Um, so we'll see how that pans out. But they're doing much better than I initially thought. 
What happened to Sexton? I didn't even see that. Uh, he got injured. I forgot exactly what it is, but it's pretty serious. Hmm. I was just checking their game. I saw our boy Lamar Stevens dunk the ball. So uh, Penn State, baby. That's what, what we like to see. Do you I'm want- also surprised by the Warriors also. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Warriors. They'll yeah. be a force to be reckoned with when, Dude, when Clay, Clay Thompson, Thompson finally yeah. gets back to full strength. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, do we want to go ahead and do a little preview of college basketball, even though it is very early? The first matchups were yesterday. We're recording on a Wednesday, by the way, guys, per usual. Um, yeah, so small sample size. I already know who's going to win the national championship. It's not even going to be a competition. This team's going to go undefeated in the regular season. Again for the second straight year, Please but this time Gonzaga. they won't fall. Please this don't. time they won't fall. Please don't say it. Gonzaga is going to win the national oh, championship. Yeah. You can mark that down in your calendars. I'm saying that right now. Then why don't you tell make a futures wife, bet on it, buddy? What? Why don't you make a futures bet on it? Why don't you bet on them right now to win the national title and put twenty? Okay, bucks well, that's funny you say that because I have to have money in order to bet money. You know? Yeah, we've been struggling recently. We might as well get out in front of that. We will be making a comeback. It's just a matter of time. Um, it's starting tonight. It's starting tonight. We got some action going it, on. We've been hot it. with the Mac picks. Yeah, that's true. Hey, guys, Mac overs in football and basketball, easy money. Just just do it. Just bet them all. Put all even units on them, and you'll come out positive. Yeah. I mean, the Mac overs are more reliable than anyone in my family. So. Oh, well, I mean, there's only two things I'm certain of. The sun is going to rise and Mac overs. So. Yes. Uh, <laughs> also, my family's pretty great. I was just lying about that. Um, how about Duke? Coach K's last year. This is going to be his, uh, you know, uh, what, victory lap, I would say. And he, they got yeah. it off to a bang with – who'd they beat again? They beat Kentucky, two Blue Bloods. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. that's a pretty solid win. Not even going to lie. Uh, Duke's freshmen apparently balled out, these guys. Uh, one yeah, of them's Keels, they, I believe. Yeah, so Duke is returning actually quite a few players, but they do have a good freshman recruiting class like they always do. Kentucky's basically all freshmen. They reset their team every year. I, d- I don't know how they manage to be good every year when they're just getting in recruits that know nothing about college basketball when they first start. Um, I think it's actually the opposite this year. Kentucky has the older team than Duke. Let me check that out real quick. I'm pretty sure I was reading an article yesterday that said, Duke was returning a bunch of guys, and Kentucky well, was Duke fresh. Duke had three freshmen starting. Yeah, what's this guy's name? Um, Wendell Moore Jr. is. Oh a yeah, he, yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, he's a returning player. You got that. No, I mean either way, I think both these teams are going to end up being very, very good this year. I think Duke is going to challenge for the national title. Um, Coach K's last year, they're not going to go out with a whimper. Let's put it that way. Um, oh, exactly. If, if they win the national title, let's go ahead and get on this train. College basketball rigged. College basketball rigged. I'm I'm more than okay with saying that. I think I think pro sports are – pro and college sports definitely have a little bit of bias to them. Um, it would be way too good to be true if Coach K ended. You were also right. Um, they both have about the same amount of freshmen, but Duke does start more freshmen. Did you see uh, Duke – Banchero and Keels, the two freshman starters, uh, they came out with 47 points in the yeah. first game. Um, I heard good things about Banchero coming into the year, and he did not disappoint yesterday. No, I'd say not. His stat line, 22 points, 7 rebounds, 2 steals, only 1 turnover, 8 of 9 from free throw, 7 of 11 from the field. 
Yeah, I mean, him and Kiel seem like the real deal. I think Duke is definitely going to challenge for a national title this year. Yeah, I think there's Can- no doubt. I think that. Kansas had a pretty good win over Michigan State. I think um, Michigan's going to be a contender this year. So I, gu- I guess that's kind of my preview. My and then obviously Gonzaga will be there. But I think there's about ah four to eight teams that could really win it this year. And then everybody after that's just kind of trying to have a good season and, uh, you know, get ready for next yeah, year. Just trying to look good, get some more recruits. I mean, every team, once you get to the tournament, every team has a chance. Oh, so yeah. we've had some crazier things happen. Loyola Chicago is – they've killed it. Is Sister Jean like, still alive? I just want to know. Yes, yes, I believe she is still alive. What what a woman. I'll tell you what. If, what she, if she dies, like I'm, I'm done watching sports. Well, that wait, what? <laughs> that she's she gives me. Dude, she's a like eighty something years old. Holy crap! Yeah, she gives me a reason to live, Phil. Okay, Noah's being dumb. All right, let's go. Our usual. What What are we starting with with college football? College football. I mean, we'll go. We'll go back to your team just to start, like we do every week. This is Georgia's title to lose, correct? Uh, go dogs! And it is Georgia's title to lose. Alabama doesn't look good. I think Alabama loses another game. Nonetheless, it might be to Georgia, but I think they could lose somewhere else as, as well. Would be very happy about that. I think I need to start. I, I'm just going to get out in front of this before all the haters because uh, I have had messages on media. I might have Jinx, Wake Forest, and or the Cowboys, which I know is an NFL team. So now we might have to be looking at maybe Wake Forest isn't a team of destiny. Uh, they blew an 18-point lead. So I think my new team at Destiny, not to ruin anything, Cincinnati, baby. Go Bears. Please, no. I put them in my final four. Come on, Phil. So did I. I know, but like... What's the now issue? Now they're going to lose. Now they're going to lose this week. Team of Destiny, Bearcats, stamp it down. We're on the Bearcat train. I mean, I really hope they do well. I would not mind seeing them in, uh, Desmond <laughs> in the final Ritter. four. Desmond Ritter. For Heisman. Yeah. Phil, this is kind of like, have you heard about the Manning cast curse that's going on? Oh, with the NFL? Yeah, that every single player that has been on the Manning They've cast. They've come back and on, basically their laid a brick. Yeah. It's like five or six straight guys have lost their following game coming off the Manning cast. So there's a curse. Yeah, that's true. Well, how the about this? Have you, did you hear about uh, what happened in the before the Florida-South Carolina game? Not even just the game. By the way, Florida lost by... I think 23 to a bad South Carolina team. Their starting quarterback, Anthony Richardson, injured himself the day before the game, the night before the game, dancing. Bruh. Isn't isn't homeboy like 18 or 19 years old? Why is he out at a party at college? (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, dude, wait. I don't think, dude, I don't think he was at a party. It was the team hotel. Why was he dancing at the team hotel? What were they doing? I have no idea, but that is quote for quote what's been put out there. And I think that's absolutely embarrassing. And then you start Emory Jones and you get absolutely pasted by the Gamecocks. You know what? I think that's kind of funny. That's all the Dan Mullen in Florida hate I need. Shout out Ben for the suggestion for that. A uh, huge Georgia fan. I mean, Florida, they really don't need any help making fun of them, but they just keep giving us more and more to do it with, you know? Yeah, they they were they haven't been good this year at all. No, 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 they haven't. W- what else we got in college football? I know we have some good topics. 
I mean, we, we got a, we got a few big matchups this weekend. We kind of have the first huge matchup coming out of the Big 12 so far this year. Oklahoma's playing Baylor. Oklahoma's coming off, obviously, undefeated. I kind of forget who they played last week, or if they played at all. But Baylor's coming off a loss to TCU. And they, they're they definitely going to be hungry. That TCU loss was wait, very wait, wait, embarrassing. Wait. Is, is Boomer Sooner on upset alert? Uh, yes, I do believe they're on upset alert. Are Let we officially, are we officially, um, what's Baylor's mascot? Bears? It's the Bears, yeah. The oh. Baylor Bears are playing at home as well, so. Well, if I, we're, I, if we're going to be Cincinnati Bearcat people, why not just jump on the Baylor Bear wagon as we, well? We, yes, we're on the Bear wagon this weekend. And then we'll just add a cat when Cincinnati plays. Duh. Yeah. I mean, I, it's easy. To be transparent, if there's two teams I hate the most with a deep burning passion inside of me, it's Oklahoma and it's Alabama. I hate watching them year after year go there. Sure, Alabama has a couple national titles. Oklahoma doesn't even sniff the finals every year because they get blown out by 30. Like, jo- Thankfully, they're finally joining a better league, but guess what? That's the For any Oklahoma Sooner fans out there, they're not going to make it anymore. Once they join the SEC, that's done. They're I never think gonna once make they it join again. the SEC, so, they're going to be a lot like Auburn and Texas A&M. They're going to lose three or four games a year. They're going to be good. Yep. They're just not going to be great. Hey, but their program's going to make more money. That's all that matters. I mean, I'm sure that's not all that matters to Oklahoma fans. They're probably going to be like, crap, we made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys, you, your heads were too big winning against the garbage Big 12 year after year that never put out good teams. And then you're going to join the SEC and... Get your face a stomping. Just how it's going to happen. One line that I'm looking at in case anybody wants a free bet, this just jumps at me. Purdue has beaten two top five teams this year. They're playing another top five team, Ohio State, this weekend. 20 and a half points? Are you kidding me? 20 and a yeah. half points. Oh, Ohio man. State just played a close game against Nebraska, who, like, they're like three and six this year, but they've played all three teams in the Big Ten to within a score or two. I will say I think Nebraska three. might be the best three and six team of all time. They're the team of destiny just to getting bowl eligible. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think they can. I think they're three and seven. I think you can actually make a bowl now at yeah, five, at five wins. I'm telling you. Yeah. Nebraska team of destiny because they definitely have a high IQ on that team. So you have to be like academically above a three oh as a team or something to make that. Yeah. Um and all they do I is they corn it. husk stuff, so they're definitely husk stuff. Dude, a bowl eligible, calling it right now. They're gonna go off, win that bowl game, whatever bowl game. It might be the Duke's Mayo Classic Bowl. I don't know. And then they're gonna go <laughs> next year and they're gonna win nine, ten games. It's gonna be huge. Scott Frost. I, I is hope they bring do. It. I'm a Scott Frost fan. I liked him at UCF. I don't think he got the respect he well, deserved. Well, he won a national with... title at UCF and no one recognizes it. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Nebraska's they're a storied program. Like they go way back and Well Nebraska used Nebraska, to be really, really good. Yeah, it wasn't like the eighties or nineties or something. They were insane. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Even before that, I think. Yeah. But, I think another great matchup this weekend, Texas AM and Ole Miss. Two top fifteen teams. Another game that it's like, why are these two teams ranked this high? AM's still Sure, they beat Auburn last week. Dude. Auburn just put up a nightmare performance offensively. And and Ole Miss has no defense. So I, I do think Texas A&M probably holds the edge here. But this is a game that but I, it's in I'm Oxford. not that interested. 
I'm not that interested in this game. I'm not. Like, okay, nothing... what do you think about NC State Wake Forest, 12 and 16? Well, Wake Forest is still the team of destiny, and they're going to find a way whoa. to win this I already national just, championship. I explained they're not the team of destiny now. The team of no, destiny they're is back Cincinnati. To, hey, they're my team of destiny now. Oh, okay. Well, did they send you any gear? Because I never got mine, which is probably why they lost. Oh, no, they did not send me gear, unfortunately. Okay, well, you can be a Demon Deacons uh, team of destiny. I'm jumping off that bandwagon. I realize their defense can't stop anybody. Um, That's true. They gave up 56 to Army or Navy, whoever they played. They gave up 55 last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they have absolutely no defense. Um, so Phil, what? A little bit of a change up with Wake Forest. They were your fourth pick last year. You want to give me a new Final Four? Oh, duh. Georgia number one consensus. Uh, unanimous, sure. whatever you want to say. There's only two people on this podcast, so that's a go ahead and figure it out because Noah's going to pick them too. Um, Lock it in and put your money in for them. They're going to make the college football playoff no matter what happens the rest of the year. Even if they lose to Bama in the SEC championship, which they're I going. don't think they will. I'm just going to say that they won't. They won't. Um, Ohio State two, Oregon three, um, Cincinnati Bearcats wow four wow. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds like shy guy. Wow. But uh, Phil, that Team was my Destiny, pick last Cincinnati. week. That was my pick last week. I still like that final four from my perspective. Um, Ohio state is going to run the table the rest of the year. And even if they don't, if they, if they pick up one more loss along the way, I think they still make it because Penn state's beat Michigan and Michigan state. Oh, let me, that last thing I wanted to talk about. There's been a lot of speculation about what they're doing to try to prop up Alabama's schedule and making teams the rest of the way ranked so that their wins look better. Penn State is 6-3 and three along with five other teams in the top 25. And, and we beat they, two of them. We beat two of them. We beat Wisconsin and Auburn. Who, who are in the top are the, 20, by the way. Yes, and they are the two highest out of those 6-3 and three teams. And Penn State beat them. There's a lot of bias in here, and everyone's going to say Illinois. Illinois just went on the road and beat a really good Minnesota team that has been on fire. They don't get enough respect. They play in the Big Ten. They beat up on each other. It happens every year. But a loss without our starting quarterback being healthy in BS overtime rules, to be fair. One of the worst rule changes that I've ever seen in a sport was this overtime rule. The old one was fine. Vegas did it to uh, save money on the overs. Like that, I'm guaranteeing that's the only reason they did that. But they should be ranked inside the top 25. If Purdue's going to be there for getting two big wins against Iowa and Michigan State, Iowa's garbage. Like, I, I'm, I, I'm frustrated. I, I, think, I think you're going on a rant here, which is fine. I agree Penn State should be in the top 25. Not that it really matters in the grand scheme of things, because if Penn State wins out, they're going to be ranked exactly where they want to be ranked, which is the top 10. Because I guarantee you, if we beat Michigan and we beat Michigan State and we beat Rutgers, we will oh, be top 10 for sure. We'll be exactly where we want to be and where we think we deserve to be. So it's all going to get yeah. played out. Let's not get our panties in a wad. If we lose to one of those teams, then we probably don't deserve to be ranked, okay? So let's just let's take a step back. I'll be logical. I'm not here good for, at that. Yeah, I know. It's fine. We'll be logical here. One thing I do want to say before we move on, Wisconsin, who I thought was hot trash at the start of the year, all of a sudden is a good team, question mark, because I'm confused. Their their offense is hitting their stride. It's it's surprising me as well. I didn't think they'd nearly be putting this I year together. Graham but Mertz was hot They've garbage. also had a very favorable schedule. If we're looking at it blandly, they play in by far the worst 
section of the Big Ten. I don't think it's even a debate. Yeah, but that's fair. they beat teams like Army. Yes, they beat Illinois. Um, they beat Purdue quite handily after Purdue's win against Iowa. Iowa quite handily. Yeah, they beat Purdue and Iowa quite handily, and then absolutely smacked the shit out of Rutgers. Well, I mean, Rutgers is shit. So yes, uh, they hit the over in that game all by themselves. So well, good for them. I didn't even bet the over. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just wanted to bring that up because you know what, whiskey whiskey deserves some love for the way they've come back this season. I yeah, I'll give them a little bit of love. Not and, and, not one of my favorite teams. If they were to dethrone Ohio State, I'm not saying I wouldn't be upset because I wouldn't be upset. So all I'm saying is we give teams a lot of shit on this podcast. So when a team actually steps up and says, "Hey, I have some balls," we got to give them credit, right? We get we got to give them. Wisco's got some balls. I'll say it. All right. Um, are we uh, moving on to NFL here? Yeah, yeah. We'll switch on over to the NFL. So in the last podcast, we talked a little bit. I still had Titans at number two. I know, Phil, you dropped them a little bit. We talked about the Derrick Henry injury and how that's going to impact them. They came out looking really good this past week against a solid Rams team. I think the Rams might have shit themselves in the first half. Uh, oh yeah, Stafford made two boneheaded plays back to back. Stafford throws. resorted to Detroit Lions, Stafford, where he thought he had to win the game by himself, which he doesn't with the Rams. He just has to be a good quarterback, and he made a couple really bad mistakes because of it. Is what I yeah. saw. Yeah, he basically gifted the Titans fourteen points on the pick six, and then they ran one play after the other interception. Yeah, I mean, um, it's not even like Tannehill played out of his mind. I think he had like one hundred forty passing yards. Yeah, he didn't really have to. He was just game managing at that point because they didn't need to. They just needed to run the clock down. Yeah, but those those two boneheaded picks from Stafford earlier in that game that that completely set the tone. The Titans did impress me. Uh, it's very interesting. The Titans have a top 10 defense. They let up 30 points the first two games of the season, but since then, they've been on an absolute tear defensively. Like, Did they, it, did they, they, they figure they it, it out? What was that? Did they figure out how to play defense? Because it seems like it. Yeah, they definitely figured out how to play defense. Kevin Byard's leading. Uh, he's leading that defense. He's the number one pro football ranked safety in the NFL. Came up with that big pick six. Justin Simmons is killing it defensively as well. I, I just like this Titans team. I'm confident in them even without Derrick Henry. And if they make the playoffs, they're going to get him back for it. Well, that's true. They're scary. Uh, I, yeah, I can agree with all that. I'm more worried about what the heck happened to the Bills this weekend. Uh, they took a poop. Josh Allen was throwing picks to Josh Allen. Uh, yeah, fumble recovery, sack, and a pick to Na- Josh Allen. That's Namagami. Have you ever Name heard of that me. before? Like I have not. A quarterback throwing a pick to a defensive player whose name was also Josh Allen. Dude, the NFL is getting weird, okay? I don't know what else to say. The Bills, obviously, were going to lose the game after Josh Allen threw a pick to Josh Allen. I don't know what else to say. It was, hey, Jaguars, Team of Destiny? No, they're terrible, still. That's very true. But, but yeah, the Bills looked... They looked timid almost. Defense played well per usual, but the, the offense just looked timid. They weren't taking shots downfield. They they have no run game whatsoever to begin with, which is kind of an issue. But wait, I have a legitimate question. 
Are the Steelers the worst five and three team in the NFL? I don't. Are there even? I don't think there's any other five and three teams in the NFL. Every other team's five and four. Okay, I'll, that's not true. The Raiders are five and three. Okay, sorry. Okay, the Bills are also five and three. Yeah. There's a okay. So so are the Chargers. Okay, I'm an idiot. So we'll just move on. Saints are as well. <laughs> like I was about to say, there's at least four or five teams that are five and three. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 dumb. <laughs> I, I will say the Steelers. I just want to do this snippet. I still don't think, obviously, they're going to win a Super Bowl or anything like that. I think that something has to be said for them continuing to win and finding ways to win. Um, That's all that's important is just finding ways to win. Really? And it should be pretty easy against the Lions this weekend. I mean, it's really true because the NFL doesn't have like a ranking system like, you know, college football where uh, a committee goes and picks four teams for the playoffs, right? You win. Yeah. And you get in, and then you have to keep winning. And that's all that matters. Yeah. I kind of like the extended playoffs that they made this year with the seven teams instead of six. I always like seeing extensions so other teams get a chance to play in. That's why I love uh, March Madness is a bunch of teams get chances to prove themselves in the tournament. And all they have to do is go on a run at the end of the year. They could be the worst team in their conference and as long as they go on a four-game streak, they can make the tournament if they win their conference championship. So, Yeah, and uh, I know you wanted to get into your uh, power rankings this week, so let's go. Like, Really, no, no explanation other than maybe a word or two of why you picked the team there or why they dropped or why they rose. But let's go. Top 10 power rankings, go. All right, so I kind of did a little flip-flop here. I had the Rams at number one last week, and obviously because of their loss, uh, I jumped the Cardinals right into first place without Kyler Murray or DeAndre Hopkins, and they lost Chase Edmonds really early in that game too. Their offense did very well. Colt McCoy, the game manager, the absolute GOAT, like my new favorite player in the NFL. I played impressive, although the 49ers aren't good. I, I was still impressed by their victory. Then we got the Titans at two. I'm holding them in space right now. I still want to see a bigger game sample from them without Henry. I like the Packers at three. I think they're a really great team with Rodgers. Uh, Buccaneers at four. Tom Brady's always going to be there. Rams at five. Drop them down that far. Ravens at six just because of that suspect defense. They do have a fantastic offense. Uh, I don't know if I had them in my top ten last week. Uh, the Chargers is who I'm talking about. I do like them. They've been playing well. The Bills scooch back a little bit. The Browns at nine, because I think the OBJ um, release opened up their offense a little bit, which I didn't think would happen. But they, they played very well last week against the side Bengals Maybe team. OBJ and is actually just bad for the locker room anywhere he goes. I Yeah, I don't think he's a good presence. We saw his issues when he had those like mini-game meltdowns against Josh Norman a few years back. Like He has an ego problem. Um, And he needs to have stats to back it up. He's been horrible since he came to the Browns. But to round out my top 10, kind of a a dark horse for me that I think is going to make the playoffs and kind of scare some teams, the Patriots. Mac Jones has been playing some really clean football. That defense is very good per normal. And Bill Belichick is one of the greatest coaches of all time. Once they got rid of Cam, he got a quarterback, honestly, spitting image of Tom Brady, a little chubby, Six three six six white boy who can just throw checkdowns, throw the deep ball whenever he needs to. I think the the Patriots are a scary team this year. Okay, all right. Well, you know whether I agree or not with it. Here comes my top ten. 
We have the Cards at number one. I think they're the most well-rounded, consistent team in the NFL. Played without Kyler Murray uh, and DeAndre Hopkins this week. No problem. Another win. That's that's impressive to me. Titans number two. Titans are on a roll even without Derrick Henry. Now, will they maintain this? I have no idea. Bucks number three. Uh, the GOAT plays for them. Ravens number four. Just win, baby, win. That's why they're there. Five Packers without Aaron Rodgers, they're definitely not a top five team. Jordan Love is not the answer. Six Bills, uh, just really a head scratcher of a game. Don't don't know where it came from. But Josh Allen threw another pick to Josh Allen, so that gives some credit, I guess, for style of losing. Uh, Namagami. Namagami, number seven Chargers. I still think the Chargers they've. Hit a little bit of slump, but with that offense and a pretty good defense, I think they'll figure it out. I think ultimately they'll have 13 wins this year. Uh, Rams, uh, number eight, very inconsistent. Talent-wise, they're a top three team. Inconsistent, though. Saints, nine, a head-scratching loss to the Falcons this week weekend. I think the Saints, we're just going to have to come to terms with. They're one of those teams. They're going to beat people as underdogs, but then lose as heavy favorites. Okay, don't the Saints aren't going to make the playoffs. If Trevor Seaman playing a quarterback for them, the injury to Jameis kind of just No, Taysom Hill's going to take over and they're going to be great. Number 10, Steelers. Once again, win baby win. The only reason I have them ahead of the Browns, the Steelers beat the Browns last week. That's that's the only reason the Browns had a very impressive win. I think they're better without OBJ. I will say whoever wins the Browns Patriots mat- matchup this weekend will have a spot in my top 10. Where exactly? I'm not going to tell you, but they're playing for my respect. <laughs> Big game against the Lions this weekend. Going to be a nail-biter. Uh, might be because the Steelers don't blow anybody out. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, but over 42.5, that might be a play. I don't know. The Lions' yeah, that's, offense I think that's is a very play. Lions The Lions offense. are going to – they have to get a win against someone. They're not going to have another 0-16 year. Yeah, I, I guess sadly I could see I could see them beating the Steelers, but I think plus nine for the Lions could be a lock. Oh yeah, absolutely. And do we have any more topics now? Um, I just want to bring up one more thing. We have an off-field incident once again, oh, kind of no. like with the Henry Ruggs thing last time. We need to tell uh, these Dalvin, guys to just like keep their nose clean. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, th- this is kind of a confusing story. Dalvin Cook. And his girlfriend have apparently been having some like abuse in the relationship. Like Originally, marital problems, think, even though they're not married. Or I, I have no idea. But apparently, Dalvin reported abuse before too. Okay. Like that, his girlfriend and stuff. Like she was hitting him and being emotionally abusive. Yeah. But the turntables turned, and now she is is um, coming out against him. So I, this story's got a lot to it. We know about domestic abuse cases. They can ruin a career. Yes, this goes deeper than football because if he if he is beating up his girlfriend, like that's not okay. But also, if she's beating him up, that's not okay. We're not sexist, Phil. If there's one thing I know about you, you are definitely not sexist, my man. I I love all sexes. Yes. Okay. Me. Well, <laughs> well, let's. What What was the next thing we had to talk? We had one more thing to so, talk about. In that yeah. So, so the last thing we're gonna hop into tonight, um, kind of something I asked to have tonight. I want to talk about our Super Bowl predictions, like what team we think is gonna win each conference championship, and 
from there on out, I guess we could pick our winner as well. Well, I tell you um, who I don't think is going to win it: the Cowboys. Okay, team of destiny, my ass. Why did I pick? Thank them the Lord. Them? Yeah, uh, I laughed at you. F- I laughed at you for a reason last week. Well, they were America's team. Anyways, cards coming out of the NFC, I think, and I think, believe it or not, give me the Titans out in the AFC. What do All you right, got? I love that. I love that because I have the Titans as well. Okay, but. I have, and you can't, you can't knock this at all. He makes a Super Bowl every damn year. It's going to be the Buccaneers and Tom Brady, and he's going to end up winning another Super Bowl. Um, you oh. just you can't knock him out any single year. The, the Cardinals are going to be great. I think they're going to end the year like 14-3 and three and have that number one seed, but the Buccaneers are going to de- dethrone them from the top. Like They're coming off a Super Bowl win last year. Okay, well. Tom Brady's the GOAT. Okay, well, there's our official Super Bowl prediction. Um, Noah, do you have anything else to say? Who do you like in that game, Cardinals or Titans? I'm not going to go into that yet. We're only halfway through the season. All right, Buccaneers, Super Bowl champions. Mark it down on your calendars, boys. I will put money on that, and I will put money on Georgia. All right, guys. Uh, that was our last big topic or topic at all. Thank you for coming back and listening to another podcast. This is Sticky Sports Side once again. And I'll leave it to Noah to close us out here. All right. Hey, we appreciate you guys tuning in again today. It's We're doing a lot better than we thought we originally would. And it's all thanks to you guys. So I want to give all of our listeners a big shout out. If you would like to see more content, we do post on our Instagram. It is sticky underscore sport underscore side. And then on TikTok, we usually post our betting picks on there. It is just sticky sports side, all lowercase, all one word. Thank you guys once again for tuning in. Let's ride this gravy train.